Welcome to the All Rip Podcast. Uh, this is me, Sam H. And uh, I have a special guest today, someone who I've known for three years and that. And uh, Kelly from Beer League Heroes. Welcome to the show, Kelly. Give me a first. Oh, thanks, man. It's good to be on. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing all right, yeah. Uh, things are just a bit crazy over here. Uh, how's things over there? Ah, nothing's going on over here, man. It's, it's boring oh. as hell. Just I they had it get up. Yeah, well, hey. they, they had everything over, under control over that part of the world. Yeah, well, Taiwan nipped it in the bud real quick. They they uh, they closed the the transportation down <laughs> as soon as as soon as China started getting a little crazy, and that that uh, kind of nailed it. We had a we had a a little bit of an outbreak in the military in the navy, but that got shut down real fast. They're uh, they're really good at contact tracing and keeping track of people over here. Um, so it didn't, it never, it never got big anywhere really. So the worst thing we had to do was, you know, wear a mask every day and make sure we're washing our hands and, uh, and, and, and that's it, man. People still went to work. Um, it, it happened right at the end of Chinese new year. So the kids were, the kids were on holiday. So they just had an extra couple of weeks, uh, holiday. So and after that month, they all went back to school. They're wearing masks, and uh, they still wear masks to this day, even though we're still we're like two weeks um, without any internal uh, cases. Yeah, is there that many Good. people over there though? With what you got? Oh, I'm trying to think, twenty-four million people in Taiwan. All oh, right, yeah, yeah, that's fairly that's, that's a problem. Yes, it's a problem. I don't, I don't, I don't know if that's the. <laughs> If that's the true number or not, I haven't looked up the population numbers uh, yeah. uh, recently. So, uh, yeah, yeah. How, yeah, how are things uh, over there? Um, well, we've constantly been playing catch up over here with all this uh, coronavirus stuff. Um, you know, it 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 started. It did get bad for a while. It, it started to ease now. We've had the second highest deaths behind uh, you know America. So it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's things are moving sort of slowly, but, and there's still a heck of a lot of restrictions uh, on here. So, you know, I think at one time uh, they limited like one exercise per day um, <laughs> and stuff. Jesus. And I'm thinking, fuck, one exercise. The rule, thing is, though, Cal, rules over here are absolute. Are a bit stupid because I can get in a taxi with some with, with a total stranger, like catch a taxi, but I can't be in a car with my family. Yeah, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can, <laughs> and then you can you can be in like grocery store or supermarket, you know, getting food yeah. and things like that, and be in a queue with like 20, 30 people, but you can't be in an house with someone. <laughs> Yeah, it's so. I don't know. There are a lot of question marks from the get go in terms of the restrictions over there. Um, yeah. and, and now, and now, like, now with all the protests and stuff happening, they like oh they seem God. to like totally disregarded the, the all the all the restrictions they put in, um, pr prior, right? They were, <laughs> well, oh I mean, the, the protests are good, 
Oh, no doubt about that. But the, it sure yeah. puts into question the uh, the the earlier earlier restrictions, and we won't. It's all social distancing, is it? Yeah, it's a little <laughs> ridiculous to like to to keep everyone at home. I mean, at the beginning, of course, nobody knew what was going to happen. It was it was an unknown. Yeah, and um. But after about a month, maybe six weeks, getting on eight weeks, you started to get an idea like, well, the, the virus is affecting this demographic of people. Maybe another uh, less risky demographic could get back to work and get the, get the economy going again instead of shutting the entire globe down for, for you, know, you know, almost a half a year. Yeah, I wonder if, you know, like SARS and, you know, all these other coronaviruses yeah. are uh, made, like, Asia prepared for it and things like because they had a big outbreak, so they kind of know what to expect in a way. Well, that was part of the reason Taiwan got on it really, really fast, because they got hit really hard when that happened. And um, so they were super paranoid and super prepared when... Uh, when this one hit and so yeah uh, uh, hopefully uh, next time something crops up they will um the, the rest of the world will be ready to go too <laughs> yeah yeah mate, yeah Any, anyway we uh i got got you on to talk about hockey sinners though because anyway you know you look on podcasts you're not exactly sure to current a leading covid 19 content at the minute are you <laughs> so, <laughs> that you listen to oilers now if you listen to bob Stoffer, he'll give you a covid announcement every oh, 15 minutes do you know people people uh, people listen to that to get away from blooming all this stuff they don't want to be reminded on every thing that they listen to and watch well, I think it it really depends where where you're at and what kind of person you are and stuff like that. Like, for example, in, in my house, when I'm home, most of the time the television stays off. And I never, I hate watching the news. <laughs> the news is so depressing. There's never any, there's never anything good. Like, oh, that's pretty cool. That happened. It's always just like some disaster somewhere, you know, some fear inducing report. Mm -hmm. And um, whereas when my wife comes home at nighttime, that's that's how she relaxes. That's how she like she turns on the television, turns into the local news, and leaves it there and like <laughs> surfs the net. That's her. That's her like white noise. Oh, so, no. oh <laughs> that's no. why. I, that's why I go to bed with the kids. And, yeah, uh, she no. stays up. <laughs> oh, no. So you know, with with no hockey, no live hockey, it's it's you know, there's not for myself. Um, there's not a whole lot going on, right? Yeah, yeah I can, I can, I can read about hockey prospects till I'm blue in the face. Yeah, and then re and report on that. But it's how interesting is that? Is that to be honest? Yeah. Well, that's so why. I, it's, I, yeah, yeah. Go on. I was just gonna say, I just found other rabbit holes to go down, and then mm. um, uh, you know, add in some hockey stuff sporadically over yeah. the week or whatever so. yeah oh no man i know it's um well i mean that's why i was sort of a bit delayed on getting i, I so, totally started this at wrong time <laughs> who starts a who starts a podcast where it, when they've just 
post-war league. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, you know what, man? It's a perfect time to start a podcast. Yeah, you get but, to you get to you get to work out all the kinks. Yeah, right now you yeah, get to get exactly. make all your connections, and you get to yeah. create your rapport with all your guests. And yeah. you know what I mean? It's it's a good time. Whereas, like, you do it in the middle of the year, and things are flying, dude. You got yeah. a game. Yeah, I got five games this week. I got to get prepared for this stuff. <laughs> you oh. know, it, it's hard. It, it, the pressure's yeah. on when the when the season's when the season's ongoing. So, this is this is a good time. This a lot yeah. of people will like uh, will will drop off too. They'll be like, oh, this is, this is boring. I don't want to do anything. Nobody wants to talk. <laughs> There's nothing to yeah. talk about. Yeah. And so it's it's good. It's it's a good time to start, man. It's diff- it's different compared to sorts of other years, though. With because usually like this time you'd be having like playoffs and then you know we'd have the dra- we'd have like trade deadline and then you know draft and you know they'd be like it usually goes it usually goes longer but it's it's not actually <laughs> but it's everything just sort of all sports sort of ceased immediately and yep. but I mean you know we have got a date for they, they, well, we haven't got a date for this. We still, it's still sort of like dragging out. We still don't know. Um, but I mean, there's been some good news. Um, players have like been getting, been able to get some ice, even if individually, if not in team wise, but individually. Um, you know, so they're able to practice. Um, do you know, I, I, I uh, listened to that, listened to uh, the Gary Bettman, you know, Statement on uh, Sportsnet. Get through such a you. Well, not Sportsnet. I can't get that over here. But um, on YouTube anyway. And I can. I understood most of it. But here's a question for you, Cal. What's the difference between brackets and seedings? Hmm, that's a good question, man. Oh, I can off the top of my head like just just the way they're they're going i'm not completely understood on and all i know bruce mccurdy yeah. and um david <laughs> went over it a couple of weeks ago and mccurdy was so pissed off about it because they decided to, to um decided to add an extra round for yeah. for um a set of teams and decided to do away with like the traditional divisional matchups and go through a uh, point percentage and, and things like that. Yeah. Um, where I get a little bit confused and I haven't really read up on it, to be honest, is that after the play-ins and I, after each round, everything gets reseeded. Oh. So <laughs> like, I don't really, I don't really get that, um, get that part. Uh, so yeah. <sighs> For, you, for your question, I'm as I'm as confused as you are. I look at the brackets, I look at how they've got it right now, and I'm irritated because there doesn't. I don't understand why we have to add more hockey teams to the playoffs, yeah. other than to make more more money when the league has already um, has already said that we're they're never going to recoup it. You know the amount of money they need to. It's a, it's a, it's almost hypocritical. I, I don't get it. Why are we adding Chicago in there? Why is Montreal getting a playoff spot? And why are these teams 
that already sold the farm at oh. the trade deadline yeah. now getting a chance to hop in. And it's not because Edmonton is where they are. I would say the same thing because I'm I'm also a bit of a draft geek. So I'm like, oh no, I don't want them. <laughs> like if they're in a if they're in a shitty spot and they have a better chance of winning the lottery, well, I'd prefer them to win, like get them get the lottery in there because they could have a better team uh, for, down the road. Oh. Yeah. So it's all so this whole like this whole thing I call the COVID Cup. It's not really a. <laughs> It's not. It's not really the Stanley Cup playoffs for me, right? They add another round. They're adding a whole bunch of extra teams. Yeah. Um. So it's it's just a summer tournament for me, which is fine, yeah. and it'll be just as entertaining. It'll it'll be exciting. You know, the first round will be very interesting if there are some upsets, and um, and that'll move on to the into the into the draft lottery if some of those teams that were supposed to uh, make the playoffs but didn't. They'll get drawn into that lottery, yeah. And so that'll make the lottery more interesting too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But for me, for me, these playoffs, even if Edmonton wins the Stanley Cup, which they might, they could face off against Sidney Crosby and the yeah. Pittsburgh Penguins in the Cup Finals. And for me, it's still the, it's still a COVID Cup championship. Yeah, don't sort of feel like it won't be the same with. You know, kind of without crowds, but it's better than it's sort of at least at least we're getting some hockey uh, being played. It's I mean I've been checking UFC art and that and hmm. it's still sort of enjoyable, but it's not <laughs> you know it's not it's not exactly the same. But um, <laughs> yeah, doing that. Um, but that's what I think. I think when. These sports live that don't have any fans in the crowd. The commentary is so important. Yeah. Like, like if Joe Rogan wasn't doing the the color for yeah. for those UFC fights, yeah, it'd be kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it probably wouldn't yeah. be worth it. So the, yeah. the what they do for these hockey games is going to be critical, mm. especially for the for the audience who's just watching. Yeah. Um, but I get it. I get a feeling they're yeah. they're holding on to see how many fans they can get into the uh, into the stadiums. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jack Michaels is always good to listen to. Cause, of course. Yeah, you know we in overtime. <laughs> He's got he loves wrestling, right? So he sounds yeah. <laughs> he yeah, sounds yeah, just man. like an old wrestling uh, wrestling commentator, yeah. and uh, you know they're just like those ones that I, I kind of grew up listening to and. When WWF was was popular, so oh. no, he's he's fantastic. He makes him go. There's not a lot of play-by-play guys that are, that that you know I would rather turn off than than listen than listen to these days. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've uh, kind of got 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 um you and Michael and SPR to thank really because when I first arrived on. Twitter and I were looking for Oilers fans and all that. It's like long story how I got all oil. How I sort of stumbled across Oilers Twitter um, as an hockey fan um, before. And I was just so I had all these like Oilers fans, and then I found uh, and then I, I was thinking about bloody hell. Well, I follow NHL and I'm used to watching games. And all, but I'm like not 
expert at it and I don't know what I'm talking I don't really know because you know Oilers fans are really like really passionate and you really know the shit <laughs> some do well some of them I'm thinking god I've got, you know I've got all these fans but I can't lie I don't want to sort of get into get into a debate with them because, or they'll like more Oh, they'll like run me over in the middle of the road. Chew me ass out because I'll get because I've said something wrong and then because I remember once, Kelly, that I didn't because we don't have trades in our league over here. We sort of like that's right. We sort of like, because we don't have trades over here. Mm. I would do it. I think I said something once. Send it after in like mega thread. You know, Mike Durst's mega thread, and I and I've said something about a trade. And I, I, what I meant were were a signing. I don't know if that's what oh, I said. Oh yeah. I mean, so I said to yeah. some. So I said about like I said something like trade trading as Lu, When did we trade trade Lucic or something? Next minute I'd like yeah. twenty thirty people. Oh, we traded Lucic. We traded Lucic. Traded Lucic. <laughs> 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 I start. Everyone, everyone, it just like vaporized. Oh, blow up like that. <laughs> Yeah, no. The way you uh, the way you describe your experience uh, as an Oilers fan is is how I describe my conversations uh, with with British folk about about uh, about soccer. <laughs> Just yeah. I tread I tread lightly, you know. I go in and I I ask a little question and I, I listen I listen carefully, <laughs> try not to interject uh, too harshly. Yeah, and uh, you know that's a uh, that's kind of how I go, but yeah, yeah, you'll uh, you'll get more confident as yeah. as time goes by, and you just stick your nose in and get stuck in, and tell them how it is. Yeah. Well, point was is I was looking for I was looking for like because I I was wanting to sort of improve like I mean knowledge about like Oilers, seeing as I had all these Oilers fans, I might as well know what's going on. So I was looking mm. for and I was looking and I was listening to Jim Matheson's leading. Oil spills or shit like that, and I'm thinking, fucking. Yeah. I'm, I'm like listening to it. I'm thinking, I mean, I've been in sports long enough to know when it's, you know, your real, you know, it's some miserable old git that's been reporting <laughs> team for thirty <laughs> years, and that's yeah, prob- yeah. and probably and that's probably passed it, and the games probably passed him by because I was listening. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh. God. Um, and then I, I was trying to thought, oh, this is shit. I, I'm not, I'm not, because it was, it was just, it was just right dull, like, like in watching paint dry, listening to it, and it like, oh, we yeah. need wing, we need wingers, we, we need wing, got some, we need wingers and all this, and he was just, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> thinking, I'm like, I'm like, come on, I'm thinking, there's got to be better ones than this anyway. It looks, yeah, uh, you know what? Sorry, go ahead. And then, uh, we, and then that's how I, and then I stumbled across Oilers Live, we, and then just listen, checked an episode out, and it were you, Michael, and uh, Oil Knight on just reviewing oh, sure. season, talking about Shirelli and all that stuff. It was like, but season mm. after, yeah. And I thought, oh, that's that's cool, because <laughs> for was me, a, that was yeah, a fun time. Yeah, for me, best best for. Best way to learn, to know what's going on when like a franchise, I've always thought, is to talk to fans, cause, or or to get talk to a good 
proportionate fans because everyone has all different views. Um, I mean, some want, you know, some are still want to bring Taylor all back. But <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and some still want to do that, but uh, everyone's got different views. Oh, that were another conversation. I once mentioned his name once and first time, and I, I got absolute, and they're like, I never, I never understood why that was so divisive in Edmonton. <laughs> But it is, but well, you know, I do now, but you know, when it all first went back there, mm. so because emotions were a bit raw, uh, but yeah, so I would just get, yeah, but that's the best way to talk to because you know, they watch the games and they live and breathe, okay, and they know what's going on, what well, they can give it to you straight and. You know, some some fans or some fans like, you know, on Twitter and so that I know they more they're even more knowledgeable than freaking some of these reporters. You know, at TSN. Well, yeah, they've got the thing. I think with some of the media, you know, they they can't say everything. They've got to save some. They can, you know, they don't want to alienate somebody. Yeah, They're, they got relationships to yeah. foster, and yeah. uh, and you know, they, so they they won't get you won't get everything uh, that you'd like. Yeah, but a fan a fan can go in there and say, you know what, fuck Lucic, man, that guy is stupid fucking skates. He can't skate anymore. Can't score. What a piece of shit. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you get, you'll get someone say the same thing about. About Hall, why can't that guy skate? He always falls down. You know, yeah. I mean, why can't the team be better when? Why can't they win when he's on the ice? They just, you yeah. know, it's it, they don't have they have nothing to lose. Yeah, right. And yeah. Uh, how do do you feel like the like when you're watching when you're watching the 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 football analysts mm. uh, talk about the game and stuff like that. And you compare that to the hockey analysts, you find that the football ones are just a little bit more honest. Um, they are, they are a bit, they are more honest. Um, that's what I find. I watch you like you watch um, what the hell? Soccer maybe say, I, yeah, yeah, maybe you've seen Carragher and, and Neville and, and these yeah. guys. Oh yeah, they are. And, they're, and yeah. they're watching their old teams play, and they're just like they're just saying it how it is. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and you watch an old Oiler. He's he's still like you know. Yeah, they'll yeah. Uh, still walking on eggshells a little bit. They don't want to hurt feelings. They're they're just uh, yeah. you know not really giving the giving yeah. the viewer yeah. exactly what they need and to create that emotional response, right? Yeah, I like I like football analysts for yeah. for this. It's 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 good entertaining, uh, you know. Oh, Gary Neville will slaughter. Gary Neville will slaughter that. Will slaughter that Man United management. He, yeah. He absolutely. Do you know one thing? I've never. I, I still don't get to this day, and you could. You probably know more about this, Cal. Um, what is this? What's the obsession with Maple Leafs? I know <laughs> with Sportsnet <laughs> and TSN. <laughs> the um. Well, you know, Toronto is one of the. Uh, like one of the original teams, right? Yeah. I'm so up until the uh, <laughs> up until the '60s, Canada Canada had two teams in the NHL. 
Yeah. And so you could that that's that that split the entire country, right? So mm -hmm. you either cheered for the Canadians or you cheered for the for the for the Maple Leafs, and then that got passed down through generations, and you know the yeah. uh, the, the Maple Leafs. The thing with the Leafs is that that market in Toronto is the one of the biggest markets for hockey. So if that's where the money is. So the, yeah. the networks are obviously posted in Toronto. Yeah. And Toronto gets the majority of the, uh, of the airtime. They get the sweetest time slots. And uh, they, when they talk about Toronto, they, they, they get the most, the most viewers. So, and I think that pisses off the fan base in every, <laughs> in every other city, right? Right. So you, I think it would it would be like Toronto, Montreal, and then and then Edmonton, because Edmonton had the dynasty, right? Yeah. yeah. And then you have your your other ones, Vancouver, or Winnipeg, yeah. or Ottawa, like this. Not the old Toronto people. Yeah. yeah, the old. I, I don't mind too. Toronto. I don't. I don't. I don't mind Toronto. They're not my favorite team, um, but I, I don't. I don't have a hate on for them like lots of Oilers fans do. It's uh, mm. it's not me. I I don't like the flames. You know, yeah. could, that second that second favorite exist. media. <laughs> yeah. So, um, there are only a few teams that I don't like, and and Calgary is one of them. And I don't, you know, McDavid could play for them. He could have Mario Lemieux on that team, and I still wouldn't like that team. I do not like that team. Which which that. which team? The Flames. Flames, yeah, yeah, Flames. Well, you know, everyone hates flames with that some of that. I mean, for me, <laughs> my opinion, my opinion, we on that Calgary Flames team is there's too many bluffers on that team. You know, hey. they, they they don't they don't you know Gaudreau, they don't uh, and some of that they don't turn up in key moments. They go missing. They like they went mm. missing that Colorado series last last season. Yeah, they, they, don't, they don't have a they don't have a spearhead. Well, they right. They don't have that guy that they can all galvanize around and be like, "All right, everyone behind this guy, and he's going to take us to the yeah the glory land." They got a lot of like, like There's you said, no... they got a lot of good players, but no, no great. Yeah, great players. Got, yeah, they ain't got like a a player that's like on you know like a, you know like uh, you've got Backstrom and Ovechkin. Uh, they don't have like you know you've got Crosby and Malkin at pit. They don't have like real. I don't. I don't know if they have that player on at that level. I mean, I mean, most of them in that last last season, like with Gujarat, they had like it were they were having like the um, what's the word? Is it peak? You know, peak years. Um, what's the word for it? Um, oh yeah, you know, outliers. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, like where they have like the best year, and yeah, yeah, it, it's, mm -hmm. it's like best will best will be. Yeah, career yeah. highs, right? Yeah, I mean that 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 that, that made me laugh. Um, you know, when Rich, when Riddich tossed his stick in that <laughs> game, <laughs> that game, I'm thinking you bloody. But if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna be a dickhead, embrace it. Oh. You know what? What don't step yeah. back from. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, the Oilers, the Oilers took care of him <laughs> when he when he did that against Edmonton. The oh. next game, the I think that's the nine three game or something like that. They chased him out of the out of the net. So it's it's one of those things. Like, but you're right. If you're gonna be a if you're gonna be a cock, then wear it. You know, yeah. like Kachuk does. Yeah. That guy knows he's a mess, and he doesn't care one bit. No, he know. loves it. He relishes in the fact that he's a villain, man. I don't know. It won't. But it won't. Uh, oh, how, how good with that game? That you know, you know, he had bear fight, bear fight, could you? Yeah, you know, huge you know, fighting. Monarch. Could, yeah, Kachuk really reminds me of uh, of Roy Keane a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Just a real prick out there, man. It gives, yeah. yeah, doesn't give two shits. Oh, and he's it good, and that's the problem. I, I, it, yeah, you, you can't. I, I mean, that would it would dirty some of them things. Mm. But I mean, and I, I said on Eric's podcast last time I were on. You know, yeah. if you're gonna do, then you've got to. If you're gonna do stuff like that, then you've got to answer the bell. Absolutely, you know, but it absolutely. I I I tell you biggest 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 leading prick I I ever saw were H O and Avery on ice. God. <laughs> oh Avery, yeah, well, he had some. Oh, he, 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 he can't uh, excuse what he did, but he had some. He's got some oh, issues. He has. He I don't know. He's he it's junk didn't say, I don't. There was something never out with him. <laughs> Oh, I think he's got something loose up there, dude. <laughs> oh no, it's freaking crazy. It, it, something's not. But but that, but that gate, that flame, Oilers Flames came. I mean, to have fucking Mike, that Mike Smith <laughs> and go go down and fucking fight. That was that was fucking what a game to watch. That that where they beat them were eight three. Yeah, that eight, was a game. Two. That's the game of jeez. That's probably one oh, of the best that, games ever. That's one of the best games I've. I've not seen a, I've not seen a game that's like, so action packed like that that I had to watch it, and that was well. That's insane. that's the hockey that that I grew up yeah. watching. Yeah, in the eighties, in the eighties and early nineties, it was like nobody, nobody gave two shits about dropping the gloves. It's just what you did, right? If if someone was going around and you know hitting people. Uh, kind of, you know, on the line, a little edgy. Yeah. Someone would go and tune them up and say, calm down, son. Like, you know, we've well, still got a hockey game to play and you're going out here trying to take people's heads off. I, thought, uh, I, but... I, I, I was thinking, God, wait, people, are they going to come off bench here? <laughs> and oh, no, that, oh, jeez. Batman's head might explode if that happened. Jeez. A bench clearing brawl. I haven't seen one of those for a long time. Uh, last you know, one I saw, but Sheffield Steelers and Nottingham Panthers. That were that <laughs> one at worst. That one at worst. That one at worst. Bench clearance brawls in two thousand and one. That's uh-huh. probably been a game. That's easily one at best. The last time I remember anything close, it wasn't even a bench clearing brawl. All they did, it was between Ottawa. Ottawa and Philly or Ottawa and Buffalo. I can't remember. It's when Spezza was still with them. So it would have been the 2000s. 
And uh, all they did was have five-on-five fights, I think, two, yeah. two or three shifts in a row. Yeah. And, and <laughs> that was basically it. They had like three or four guys left on the, on the bench to play the game with. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, they could do that stuff back then, but they've, they've taken it out. They're taking fighting oh, right out of the game. Well, they so. have over here. They are, they've completely bolt. They've completely took physicality out of game here over here. Right? It's just, I don't know. It, it, and when it, you want to get people into game or, and bring new fans in and make it memorable for them. I think game what they've done to game over here by trying to, I don't know, take physicality out of it and make it more European and like European leagues. That's not yeah. who our league. That's not what our league is. It, it, we've, we've always been more North American, you know, UK elite league, mm-hmm. and they're just mm-hmm. trying to they're just try trying to make it more European and I, I'm, and it's like. Do you know some of those Steelers games, Cal? It's like watching it, it. 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 Some of them have been like a bloody morgue in that arena the last few years. Mm-hmm. And I think, mm. and just you know, but they don't let it. They're just constantly clamping down on it and, and all any kind of. But I mean, you do get some, but they just fucking fucking hate, hate refs in yeah. our league. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it's uh, what's they they can't take it right out. There has to be some form of player enforcement on yeah. the ice in one way or another. So, but it might evolve into like a, a lot of stick work, slashes and spears and you know these high sticks yeah. and real like cheeky you know plays behind the refs yeah. back and. Um, it'll it's gonna speed up the game because they're also trying to take hitting out basically. We are here. Still, yeah. you, you can Can't still shoulder to shoulder with a guy, but you can't blow him up anymore. There's no, you know, open ice hits really. There's mm. it's hard to like really hammer a guy on the boards because everyone's afraid it's gonna be a a head hit. Yeah. Right. So you get a head hit and you're suspended for four games. Or whatever, right? Um, you're taking the physicality right out, which is going to speed everything up. You can't hold up a guy, right? So, yeah. And now uh, different injuries are going to happen. I mean, I'm not saying yeah, I, I want fights every game. I don't want it to turn into fucking goon like that film. Yeah. But oh, I just the, want something. Yeah. I just want something. To you know, I like watching. I like it. You know, it's and just I don't know. Just like you know, you know, rough them up if they get near you in crease, crease or go take liberties with goalie and you know try you know try like you know like spraying goalie you know with skates and things like that. Yeah, <laughs> no, just, I want, just... I want physicality too i want i want hitting in the game and if you know some guy gets popped in the head well that that was always part of the game that's yeah. why you wear a helmet <laughs> and you got yeah. a mouth guard and and these sort of things but it's all it's lawsuit prevention and 
Oh, yeah, I think it's just concu- I think, yeah, concussion protocol. Yeah, I don't know. It. I don't know I, if. Yeah, don't know if all that. I can hit a guy open ice, shoulder to shoulder, and he can get whiplash, and yeah. that could cause a concussion. Yeah. But that's a legal hit. So, yeah. so we just take hitting right out. Now, no more hitting, so no more concussions. Is that yeah. it? I don't get yeah. it. <laughs> like, that's just me though. That's that's my mm. like, mm. I guess my awkward point of view or whatever. And then the and the generation I grew up in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, transitioning a bit, Cal. Um, mm. I don't know if sure. you got. I don't know if you saw, um, the last the last episode of a. Well, it's the one before that where um, Michael were interviewing Amy Jones, and then Caleb just pops up, pops in the room. <laughs> Caleb Jones just pops in the room. And, oh and yeah, no. Cool. I no, I didn't see that. Mike's last one. He was on tonight. I know. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, but I mean, getting to the series, um, be mm-hmm. Oilers versus Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, what's what's your general thoughts on uh, on that? Well, my thoughts are Edmonton will only um, <clears throat> the only people that can beat Edmonton are Edmonton, right? They got yeah. a pretty good roster. It's yeah. it's it's deep. Um, uh, and Chicago has a handful of players with extensive playoff experience. Yeah. And that is really important compared to what Edmonton has, right? Yeah. So Edmonton could choke because they're not used to this. Yeah. They have they have a couple of guys that can carry the the team in, yeah. you know, in times of trouble. Yeah. Um but Chicago has that experience too, and they've got a little bit of a youth renaissance going on with their club too. And it's series like these where you see like a Kirby Doc, like almost come out of nowhere and mm. and just step out and say, "Here I am, you know, I'm going to be in this league for a couple of decades, and I'm going to take over this series." While Jonathan Taves takes care of Connor McDavid and Patrick Kane takes care of Leon Dreisaitl. And, you know, Duncan Keith takes care of Ryan Nugent Hopkins. And here I am, left all my lonesome, and you guys can't do anything about it, right? Mm-hmm. They got, yeah. what if their goalie gets hot, you know? McDavid yeah. didn't have the most amazing playoff series last time they were in, right? Yeah. They had yeah. 14 games, and he had nine points. Yeah. Not McDavid numbers, per se. Yeah. It was Dreisaitl that, that led the playoffs that year. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, if Crawford gets hot, and he knows how to, you know, he knows how to handle the playoff pressure, he mm. can shut down Edmonton, right? Yeah. And if Edmonton yeah. can't score, they've it's not like they're gonna grind the, the Blackhawks down. So it's one of those uh, one of those things. I think Edmonton has a really good chance, but they could shoot themselves in the foot too. Yeah, it's kind of different with playoffs. Um, it's a totally different. To regular season yep. um, and things like so it could I think the only thing we I would say is it I mean are, are is Taves uh the same player that he used to be uh that he was like say you know back five six years ago in last or is he like not is he sort of because I think he did all right this I think he's improved so in the last 
two couple of years, but there were one season where I remember, I don't know if it were last season where I think he'd only had 52 points. In, so I don't know. Um, the other question I would also, the other thing I would also say to that is, uh, yeah, we've, we've got McDavid um, line and who would be on it. Um, I'm probably, it's probably going to likely be maybe... Probably Ennis and Cassian might might be playing on his wings, but so you've got that. But what what would be Chicago's answer to that second line? Would it be you know because you've got you know we knew we, we knew Dry and Yamamoto. It's gonna mm-hmm. they're gonna that's gonna be a pretty di- difficult line for a second line at Chicago to shut down. We given what's happening. True. I, I want to look at Chicago's. Um... I need to look at Chicago's lineup right now yeah. and see what it's uh, see what it's looking like. Um, the um, Edmonton line will be pretty um, pretty telegraphic. It's going to be heavy, and it's going to be veterans. I feel because yeah. Tippett knows better than to throw a bunch of rookies into the playoffs. Yeah, and the stakes are at the highest, right? Yeah. I think he'll ride shotgun. I think he'll ride probably Mike Smith or start Mike Smith, you know, because he'll yeah. go with that. Probably experience. I agree too. But we, you and know, I know we're costing him. Yeah. I think, I think Green will be in. I think Jones will be out. Benning, you think Jones will be out? Out. Yeah, I think Russell and Green will be that last, that final pairing. You know, you, you um, don't see, you don't see like Jones probably on a pairing. Um, so let me draw on the blank, yeah. Because, yeah, depending maybe, right? They have yeah. what eight guys that they can run on on their defense, yeah. but I think it's going to be veterans. I think it's going to be Clefbaum and Larson because that's tried and true. I think it's going to be Nurse and Bear because they played really well with each other this year. And I think it's going to be Russell and Green because you need a veteran third pairing in case something goes down. Plus, Russell's contributions to the PK, and and Green's going to contribute to the second power play unit, most likely. But I mean, you know, like, switched well, off with 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 um with Bear. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, Jones can play either side, right? So it could be on either of those. I mean, he's got good puck moving ability and that. So you obviously, but I mean, Green. I mean, Green has both. I don't, I don't know, mate. I, it's it's which it, it, it's what it's what game. I could probably see Jones. I could probably see Jones getting involved, being involved or something. I, I don't know. It, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It depends what. It depends on circumstances. But we've got we've got depth back there. So yes, there's depth at every position now. So getting back to Chicago's lines. Um, their top line, according to DailyFaceOff.com, is Debrinket, Taves, and Saad. Yeah, Debrinket's um, not had a not had a great year though this year. And was he get twenty five goals or something? Thirty yeah. goals. This year they have. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Their fourth line yeah. is yeah. I've never heard of those guys. Basically, Highmore, Kampf, and Carpenter. I don't know. The third line is Doc. And their rookie Kubelik. Kubelik had a 
had a really nice year. Um, what's, what's, sad, what's sad being like, because I, I, do you know, I can't believe they traded Panarin for Brandon Sash. <laughs> That was that. Well, that was after the cup, bad. wasn't it? They yeah, had that's like, as uh, bad. That that was that was uh, that was probably worse than bloody Taylor Hall trade for us. That that I, they, that was, that's devastated. That they done some great Taves and Taves and Kane went into the GM's office and said, "Bring us back Brandon Sod." Oh, you joke! What are you doing? Oh, it didn't. Oh God! What the. Well, how do you do? How do you do that trade? It's you know. Can imagine that now? Right. We, you know, Kit. What? What? You know, what's what were Panarin like a right, right-handed? Is he right-handed Patrick Kane or something? Oh, that team would be. Well, they played with Kane. Kane and Panarin were really good together. Yeah, no, I just what the. I, do you know? Uh, I, I don't know why he's why he's how he's still there, me Stan Bowman, because he just because I know I know the I know the. President left uh, McDonough, but I don't. Mm. But I mean, you know, they fired Quenville, but they didn't fire a guy that actually does the, that's actually made team and <laughs> traded off all team. Yeah, I remember Sod's got a <laughs> contract Johnson. on him too. Sod's making uh, six million. Yeah, that's just you know, it's a tough uh, trade to make, I guess. Uh, yeah, that that's uh, yeah. Chicago's defense is what'll yeah ultimately uh, mm. let them down. I think yeah. because um, Seabrook's Seabrook. hurt, he's not going to play. So it's basically Keith yeah. Murphy and uh, four other random yeah. Olimata, some AHL mm. graduates, something like that. So I think also what um, we've got as, as well, though, Cal, is we, you know, as special teams like his PK and his power mm-hmm. play. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they'll handle that. But... They did. They'll have a tough time handling Edmonton's no, PK yeah. and their power play. I feel. Um, well, Chicago's got a really nice first unit with Debrinket, Taves, Doc, Kane, and Keith, and that's something Edmonton will have to be really keen on uh, stopping right away, <laughs> not letting them get set up. No, no, can't. Got to. Um, I probably. I think they'll probably want to give it a good go. Uh, Chicago, It'll, it won't be. I don't think it's you know listing silver podcasts. I don't think it'll be quite as easy and as straightforward and we'll just you know piss it and be on to the next round i don't want to i mean i'm i'm confident we can wait we i think we'll we could win and advance into the next stage what is it dallas we that we could yeah oh, yeah we all go on the face that fuck i don't fancy because <laughs> <laughs> dallas have a dallas have a thing with oilers yeah, those were some good playoff series back in the day. I know they were. So, I know they they were top ones then. Are we a really good playoff series if if Edmonton makes it through? It, it'll be a real shit show if Chicago makes it through. That'll be disgusting oh, massacre. It will. Cause you'd think you'd just want to. You think they'd want to just get eyes picky. You know, <laughs> best. Um, you know, lottery pick and and then rebuild. <laughs> Chicago, well, Chicago does want to rebuild. Yeah, Chicago like, shouldn't be fucking in playoffs, I don't think. Because they don't, because they, 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 I, I, I don't know what the, I don't know why they would want to play. I'd rather, I'd rather just get <laughs> number one, best, best pick I can get and, and, well, yeah. Shit, that, but, you that's know, the whole thing. 
I don't. They're they not prepared for it. They never were prepared for it. Yeah. They I mean, were, there were yeah. There were some that were getting to, stuff. Yeah. Go on. They were they were ready to go to the the postseason and mm-hmm. get all their draft stuff sorted out. They're a team <laughs> on the rebuild, and they need they need this rebuild. To be yeah. honest, I don't know if they need another Stanley Cup. I mean, it's a, it's a weird thing to say. Of course, yeah, yeah. every team wants to well, win. At least they had three. At least they've got but three. I don't think. I don't think their plan at the beginning of the year was. Yeah. You know gung-ho for the Stanley Cup. We're, we're good. <laughs> and you can tell by their, by their, by their deadline uh, yeah. moves. Right? They move, had they kept Laner, they'd have a better chance. Uh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Turn the playoffs. I mean, what, what so, did they do? What did they do if Crawford goes down and they've just, they've just moved Leonard to Vegas and they're going to be, they're going to be full. They threw in, they, well, they'll throw on PK Subban's brother and hope he can save the day. Oh, that'll be fucking. That, that'll be fucking seeing that. We saw a game in Vegas with that. Fucking me. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's one of those things. I think they just, uh, just go out and play and do your best. And if, if you win, you win. If you lose, well, you know, it's, uh, you gave it a good go and uh, we'll fire it up again uh, you know, next season. Yeah, mate. Yeah, that's what we. Yeah, we'll just get. But I mean, I know some people. Like I, I had, um, you know, speaking to you know Deems on Deems on Twitter, Deema, and uh, he were a bit pissed off that um, we had more points than Dallas. I think. I think. And we did. They, they, and then they they've got a buy, and we've got to play a qualifying round. Their points percentage. Yeah, they, they did it on points percentage, which does sound a bit. But I mean, I'm not, I'm not fucking complaining because we've not had, you know, we've only made like one playoff in like. Yeah, they, they were on years. their so, way though. But, yeah, Edmonton but, was on their way to making the playoffs anyhow. Yeah, had, anyway, yeah, had, I'm had not. Yeah, but, yeah, not yeah. Good. yeah, I mean, we we, we don't. I I can't. The difference that. Uh, Alland and Alland and Tippett have made has been tremendous. They've sort of. I, I always thought when I mean this is probably more arcing, but I always thought under Shirelli and McClellan, them two weren't on the same page, and they were just. Oh, no, they weren't they were at just, all. You know, you've got you know you had Shirelli that were drafting and doing, you know, and drafting up, and I could see what he were trying to do. Even though his trades were fucking oh shit, mm. I could see what he was trying to do. You know, you get, you know, you draft. You've got three centers down middle, and then try and you know, as long as you have got your three centers, and then you, you know, you can bring in additional wingers on side. I could see what he was trying to do. It just didn't work on trade. It just didn't have good negotiation skill. But then you had McClellan that you know that weren't didn't that weren't bought into that philosophy and just wanted to play his vets all the time. So it just didn't matter. It didn't, I don't, and then he'd doghouse players. Like, mm. and, you know, I mean, to play, you know, support like Pauli Harvey on a line with fucking Lucic. We've seen some crazy shit. <laughs> There's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff going on around that. If that's uh, if McDavid and Pulleyarvey didn't, or if McDavid and Drysaddle didn't want to play with Jesse, and yeah. they just made their made their opinion known to the 
to the coach and the coach said, okay, fine. Like we'll put somebody else up there. We'll put Jesse on with Milan and Milan and Jesse are friendly with each other. So it should, you know, yeah. it should work out. <laughs> right. That's but probably what happened. Problem was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the problem was they never, they never did the, did Jesse right when they, they kept sending him down and sent, and bringing him up and sending him down. Right. Yeah. The, they kind of teased him a little bit and, and I don't know what kind of deal that what Chiarelli made with, Jesse's agent or whatever, but it just it just fell apart. Everything was falling apart by the time the end, oh. by the time the end came. Oh yeah, I mean when you so, started bringing in Brandon Manning and fucking on that, that was just what the fuck. That, that's that's Hitch, that's Hitchcock. Hitchcock said he wanted defensemen who can break up the cycle, right? <sighs> he would have sat with Chiarelli and they would have targeted some players and. Hitchcock would have said, okay, go get him, right? Oh, and whatever happened with Kajula, I don't know why, I can't remember why Kajula was like the guy that had to go. He wasn't producing maybe, or, which seemed to be a theme yeah. amongst those, those younger players like Strom and, and, and him and, and whatnot. You know, you're not producing, I'm going to send you on your way. And yeah. uh, we don't like the team dynamic. I don't know if that was a shot at McDavid or not, because he, he kept trading McDavid's friends no. <laughs> and, keep, and keeping the guys that, that weren't his buddies or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and bringing in guys that, that, that mm. were like career enemies and whatnot. Um, but that he, that's it. Hitchcock said, bring me some guys in to break up the cycle. Cheerily said, okay, here you go. And that was that. He brought in uh, Petrovic. And he bought in Manning, and those were your your big <laughs> psycho breaking defensemen. Thank you very much, Mister. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that were just. I, I don't know. Just, I mean, <laughs> you said about like Hitchcock and that, but I mean everyone knows that what you need in in today's game is you need people that can move the puck and that can make a good first pass. What you know it's. You know, you need offensive defensemen that can make a, you know, that can do all that, not freaking slow players. That... You need players with, with a good head on their shoulders. Yeah. Right? You need guys that have good vision, and, and uh, but you still need guys that can muck it up. And you'll watch in yeah. the playoffs, you watch every postseason. Mm. Look at um, St. Louis and, and Boston. They got some pretty, you know, they got good big defensemen on their teams yeah. and they play it rough right and they're yeah. guys that are also two-way yeah. that are good skaters playmakers puck movers they can also play it rough yeah and that's and that's what you need you don't need guys that will pussyfoot it yeah. in the playoffs and sometimes it takes sometimes it takes a series or it takes one or two postseasons to get the message through and then yeah. and then and then you could, because I mean, Justin Schultz had a tough time in Edmonton. Teams would yeah. would check check him so hard, and um, and and people get on his case. And then he goes to Pittsburgh, and what does he do in Pittsburgh? He it's wins so two tough. Stanley Cups, and <laughs> goes through the ultimate grind <clears throat> as an offensive defenseman. Yeah, right. So <clears throat> you need. You do need big guys like Nurse, and you need your Larsons. Yeah. Um, 
uh, and you need your Russells. It, it takes mm. a whole slew of characters to build a winner, and mm. and experience and character <laughs> in playoffs mm. is so yeah. very important. Yeah, you do need you do need some guys with experience. I wonder if that's what um, Smith and Lee, James Neal have sort of brought, like <clears throat> you know, leadership. You know, having leadership and with, you know, like having sort of character guy, you know, guys with low playoff experience and things like that. Because, um, yeah, I wonder if that, I wonder, if they, I wonder if they've just made a difference. That's what, that's all I'm just saying with that team. Well, that's that's a, that's a Holland trademark is yeah. is bringing in vet veteran hockey yeah. players at the playoffs. He did it. He yeah. did it. So years in Detroit, yeah. He bring in superstars, yeah. Robitaille and Hall, and he bring in mm. all these old stars, yeah. and they, you'd think they're on their last legs, and he'd end up yeah. finding one or two or three more seasons out of them, and yeah. then they win a cup and they retire. Hashik, another one. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. So it's it's nuts. It's what he does, man. He's really good at it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like like Ennis. Yeah. And this is a very clever pickup, I think. And he yeah. might end up being David's wing alongside uh, Kazian. Yeah. Um, Athanasiu is is a question mark for me. I think he might he, be... He is, for uh, me. he is for me as well. How do you say those players? They're just like question marks. Kind of kind of good when they want to be. Uh, you know, but you're not, you're not sold on their abilities completely. I think he's got the speed. He's he's definitely got the speed and sort of the skills. For me, he does. He can be. A, I don't want to say it's probably too early because it could it could improve in this area. Um, probably, I don't I don't want to say that it's one dimensional in a way, <laughs> but it needs to do. Yeah, it, it it's. He needs to, like, it seems like he's, like, always looking for getting his, like, you know, cookies, you know, it goals, rather than, you know, there's two sides to the game, there's a defensive side, and you need to have some be defensively responsible. And I think that's probably what's sort of got why Tippett sort of, you know, taking him down to, took him, like, off, Top out at top six and sort of moved him further down, um, pile a bit because he does need to go get become more defensively responsible and have more to his game than just you know speed, speed and and things like that. You've got to have like passing ability and and be able and you know. The, you've got to have more to your game than that. But I mean, I know he's a young kid, and you know his his uh, salaries is a his cap's not particularly huge huge for that. I'm wondering if like when he when he comes up because he were his RFA he's going to be RFA whether they'll give him, whether Oilers Holland might say to him you know here's a one year deal you know show us show us prove you know to prove it. To show that he's got, but he does need to work on. He does need to sort of improve his game on the defensive side. 
and and then he might get that. But I mean, who knows? I mean, I want to get I want to give kid a chance. He needs a year in yeah. that in that system, right? Because yeah. at at this point, he's just like a uh, <clears throat> he's just a speedy winger. That's all yeah. he is right now. Yeah, you know he's you know he, he put the puck behind the defense and let him skate skate and get it because he's faster than everybody else. Yeah, he's he's another example of why you don't buy. You don't buy. Why you don't trade for players because they're fast, because you think they'll play good with Connor McDavid. Yeah. The wingers on McDavid line aren't going to have the puck very often because Connor's going to have it. Yeah. So how good is a fast player without the puck if he's not doing anything else, right? To play with Connor, you got to be able to work the corners and the boards. You got to be able to pass fast. And you and know like when when to pass it and where to where to put it so it lands yeah. on his blade when he's in full stride, um, and and you know that Cassian's on that line for a reason. He opens space up for Connor, yeah. right? Yeah. And this is a clever hockey player. He's quick and he's agile. He can shoot the puck. He's um, he's not selfish. He knows his role, and that's important. You get a guy on that line that thinks he's going to be the goal scorer, then he's not going to stay on that line very often, yeah, for very long. Yeah, so you get you get Athanasio on. <clears throat> excuse me. You put him on Drysaddle's line, though. Drysaddle, he's a playmaker. Yeah. And Taylor Hall had good success on his line. It was Hall loved to carry the puck, and Leon loved to hit him with it. And, yeah. and they play well together because their their styles yeah. mesh, right? Yeah. Um, and you got Yamamoto on the on the yeah. other side yeah. as the uh, yeah. kind of shit disturber. Then you got then you got Nuge sitting there going, "What about me?" Right? So you know yeah. he could have his own line if he what, wanted. It's <laughs> what would be ideal winger for McDavid for for to play on McDavid's line? What would you say is the type of winger that he needs? 1994 Brett Hull. <laughs> 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 yeah. You gotta have, you get, McDavid's not gonna have any problems getting the puck into the other team's zone, yeah. right? So you get it in the zone, you get set up, and you know, mid 90s Brett Hall would find the open ice, McDavid would find the puck, give him the puck, and yeah. the puck would be in the net. So, so it's like a passer, just like a pat. It's like a passer or a sniper that he probably needs. He doesn't do anything else on the ice but get open for Connor. Yeah, so it's just Connor just, just creating puck. space. It's just someone right. who could probably create space for him. And so and the people forget about that, and <clears throat> that's kind of the that's kind of what Leon used to do. Leon used to find that that um, that's that special bit of ice. Mm. He'd make other teams forget about him and, yeah. and and they'd leave him wide open and then Connor would find him on the side of the yeah. net or, or wherever right yeah. uh, for a, for a one time shot that's that Leon is really good at that um yeah so um, they need probably, they need another sniper they need a guy that doesn't need the puck all the time yeah that knows his role and has confident enough to shoot whenever yeah. he gets the puck um, yeah. We kind of thought James Neal would be that guy, and he kind of was at the beginning of the year, but he slowed yeah. down as the he's season more, went on. He's more like a power play specialist, Neal, now at his stage, <laughs> his stage of career. A little bit. You a know, little bit, yeah. His skating, is, his skating has come you know, down. Like, 
Neil does what Lucic were incapable of doing during his time in Edmonton. You know, getting in front of the net. I, I can't count the amount of times I used to think, Luke, just Luke, you're six foot four, and you've got like two, over 200, 30, like 30 pounds. Get in the front, park your arse in front of the net yeah. and just stay there. And, yeah, chase you know, you know, and then you pick, you know, and then pick up trash and in front of the net. What well, I don't know why he, he didn't seem capable of doing, why he wouldn't right. do that. He couldn't play anywhere else on on the ice, really either. He was a little bit lost. Yeah, um, his, his role was always changing too, and that was mm. a McClellan thing. He was always changing roles. Um, but know. for for McAdid, he just needs like a really young James Neal. Basically, he needs a guy that when Connor gives him the puck, he knows it's time to shoot, and that and that puck goes in the net most likely. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's all. Who knows? Who knows where that guy comes from? He definitely it'd be expensive to trade for him. It would probably be, yeah, it, it yeah, like well, drafting, yeah. I think to probably get an elite player like that would probably it would probably be costing it might cost probably a cleft bomb or a nurse to get a to get a player that would probably that would be the type of it would probably cost something like that to, yeah, you know, to trade for something. Maybe that or a little more because nobody's given yeah. up on a shooter, a guy that scores yeah. goals like that, unless they're getting something uh, really good in, in return, right? Um, yeah, but I mean... Just all those things. Right, here's, right, here's the thing, and we're probably going to drop, drop a, bot, <laughs> a bomb over it. There's a lot of talk about, about like, tail people say, oh, Taylor rolls UFA end of season. Can I just sort of, I'll just give my sort of thought on this. For me, where would he play on that team? Because you've got, Con, you know, Connor and him has been tried before. You know, they've tried him and, you know, you've just, you've just touched on, you've just said, same way I was thinking, Connor skates with puck, skates into neutral zone, into offensive zone and likes to carry the puck. What does Taylor all like to do? Carry the puck. Mm. The, the clash. It's it, it sort of. It's it, it's a clash. Everyone likes. You know. You've got. So if you put them on a line, it, it's not really gonna make. It's not gonna make. That ain't gonna, that's why it, it didn't sort of work between those two. You've got to have like. You've got to be able to complement each other and that. Um, you know. Like, I mean, you put them with dry side, but. You know, are you gonna? I I won't like to break up that second lap, but I suppose you suppose you could you could probably move Nuge up with McDavid and have him on that. But I mean, but he's a year he's a year younger than me, Cal. Uh, so mm. he's like twenty eight. So what is he? Twenty eight, nearly twenty nine. Yeah. I mean, do you really want to sign a player for seven years on probably maybe seven? Probably might cost eight million eight million on salary. You know, till he's probably that'll be like 35, 36. Do you really want a player making eight? I mean, and that's dry, that's almost dry cycle money. Can you really, mm. is, is that really good? Does that really make good sense for long term of this team? Oh, no, I don't think it makes because you got to re sign Nugent Hopkins the year after. Yeah, and, and you do need to he's sign He's going to want six or seven million, stuff like that. So, yeah. you know what? Uh, the one scenario where it makes sense. As if 
Hall decides he wants to take a one-year deal on the cheap. Yeah. And he comes to Edmonton. And then yeah. you have you have three pairs in your forward yeah. Yeah. group yeah. Yeah. that you can send out as first lines on any given night. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have... Um, you, know, you can put Nugent Hall together. You can yeah. put Athanasio and Dreisaitl together. You put McDavid and whoever the hell you want together on the top line. <laughs> right? team, so, so you have you have three, yeah. three lines that that you can rotate, right? Yeah. And then all the other wingers just <laughs> you just do what you do, right? Um, but um, the one thing is, is you got to have the defensemen that are capable of moving the puck to them, too. Yeah. Yeah. So that's important. The health of Oscar Kleffbaum is important. The health of Ethan Bear is important. Yeah. Their third pairing, is that going to be Caleb Jones and Evan Bouchard? Because yeah. that's important. Because you need players yeah. that can pass the puck up there. And you need yeah. goalies that are good at uh, at distributing the puck too. And that's that's kind of where Mike Smith yeah. is. Yeah, is we want really... so easy, man. Yeah. Yeah, we want so, so easy. It's one of those we're... things. Another another thing, another one I'll, I'll ask you that um, Braden Altby at Wash uh, uh, Capitals mm. could do you think that could you know you know I think he's unrestricted this summer, right? Yeah, could you, do you could could you see could he do you think that could be possible with if he leaves Washington? You know, well, I don't know if he's going to leave Washington. That's the one thing. Yeah, just wondering. Yeah, it, it could. They have a goalie. Yeah, just wondering if it could be if it could be a possibility as probably maybe a replace, you know, for Smith in case, you know, yeah. he's got more years. Uh, you know what? If Hopley's going to go to Edmonton, that means Edmonton is moving Koskinen and and not re-signing Smith, and they're yeah. trading somebody else because of salary yeah, reasons. But yeah, but he likes to write. He likes to write, Koskinen likes to you know I don't you won't want to give like. He likes to, he's sort of sharing response, sharing sort of the the load. I don't think one fancy. He don't sound to me like a goalie you could play for full, a you know full season. Like you couldn't just he couldn't do a care. You know he couldn't do what most like mm. Gary Price, where you have to where you playing for eighty odd games. You, you yeah, know, you'd, have to, you'd have to. Yeah. It, it, you know, so it could. You know, he performs best when, sort of. Sharing responsibility. I'm just it wondering. Seems that way. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just wondered if that could, if that would, if we were able to do it. Really. I you mean, know. there's, there's probably a scenario where, where you could, you could, you could sort it. Um, I mean, uh, we don't know if Washington wants to re-sign Holt yet. What he wants, they've got a young goalie named Samsonov coming. Yeah. And he played backup this year. We don't. I don't follow the Capitals close enough to know if. If he's ready to take on starting duties yet, yeah. um, I don't know if letting him go would be a good message to Backstrom and Ovechkin, who would probably, probably like to play out their careers yeah. in the, in Washington at this point. Yeah, uh, but uh, you know, Holtby probably, you know, it's it would be a nice story. I think he's from out west too, mm. um, and he'd be that like starting guy. But the problem is with these. These goalies now, they sure ask for a lot of money. 
you look at Bobrovsky, he goes and signs a $10 million deal in Florida. And <laughs> this, oh, this year, oh, the God, Florida's gonna, owner's like, we shit. need to cut $10 million oh. in salary. God, you're and, 60. Uh, well, that brings, <laughs> me on to, that brings me on to another That brings me on to another point. I'll get your thoughts on, Kelly. Um, what's, what do you think the chances are? Of, you know, given where Cap, given, you know, on Cap, what's chances of... Uh, Compliance buyouts being, you know, but chance like every team getting one or two compliance buyouts. I don't know if they're going to go with that this time around. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to wait on that because it's not like we're going through a uh, a lockout, right? We are uh, going through a pandemic. <laughs> there has been a lot of like so they tell of, us, yeah, like lots of revenue at you know like mm. at gate. Lots of gate revenue because obviously fans yeah. are not able to come to arenas. Yeah. So whether they might introduce that to, I, I don't know. I, could, cap I, could, I couldn't say if they are or aren't going to do it. It's obviously been proposed, um, whether it be one or two. Um, but uh, if 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 they did go with one, who? Would you see the Oilers buying out? Uh, I would probably say, given where he's positioned in uh, the lineup, would be James Neal. It would, it would likely be that I think you know they'd want to get his five million. Is uh, what is it? Five point five million off the books to free up mm-hmm. space. Straight off five million extra in the, in the uh, cap. Russell, I could see them rather trading his four million off. So that clears that would clear obviously. I could see him trading probably because it once his bonus has been paid, it, it vastly reduces his AV, AVV, don't right, don't it? Yes, it does. He makes a very little money after after so, bonuses are done up. Yeah, so teams are gonna it's more more incentivized. Doing like one point five, and doesn't is uh, no trade or no move, and no move go to instead of ten teams goes to fifteen, right? Yeah, that's the. If I would, I would say almost opposite to you. I would say they buy out Russ because I'm not sure they could find a trade partner for him. You don't think uh, they could? I'm not sure if they could or not. I know a lot of coaches would. Would probably die to have a guy like that on their third pairing, making Winnipeg? the shade over a million. What about uh, Jets? Well, Winnipeg, they're trying to bring in their own young guys through too, right? Yeah. But they won't want like a veteran to play with some some of their guys. Oh, probably. I mean, to play on their like at least third, at least because he's you know he can play on third pair. Us, yeah, you know, I'm just wondering if, if Winnipeg could be a suit. But I mean, he, I don't know if that's on his list. I don't know. He's not. I don't know. He's no trade. What his uh, ten teams are, but I don't yeah, know. One point sure. five. One point five doesn't seem to. It doesn't seem <laughs> a lot, but I mean, it'd be yeah. worth it just. To, but you know, if you cleared Neil off, because then it, it, it. I mean, what what were he playing on? For, playing on fourth line, fourth, third, fourth line last uh, towards end of this. You know, during last month, early months of this year, you know, five point five for like a third line wing is a bit much, even though we play. 
Yeah, I don't know. Will, I'd yeah. like to keep. I'd like. I mean, I'd. I like Neil and all that. I just. I don't know. Yeah. Where, yeah. I mean, in his contracts, nothing like Lucic contract where it's got. You know, it's it's buyoutable. It's not, but it's not completely buyout proof. Like Luke, you know, Calgary's going to have a right problem getting rid of that unless if they don't introduce mm-hmm. compliance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to keep it. Yeah, but it is a bit expensive. Yeah, but we'll have to see. I'll have to wait. I'll have to wait and see, and just to see how. Um, I just think I, that Edmonton has uh, players more ready to slide into defense than they do on forward. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you can, can easily get rid of uh, just buy out Russell, and then uh, you still get a quality forward who you know can score twenty goals because he, he he almost just did again yeah. uh, this past year, right? You know he can play. Yeah, <clears throat> with your with your forward group, and um, and that's that's something you want. You don't want question marks going into a year. Right, you want you want as many certainties as possible. Yeah. Young players, young players bring peaks and valleys, and on a yeah. on a winning team, you need players who can calm those peaks and valleys. Yeah. What what player would you say for? Um, I mean, we're going to have to make room for Bouchard next next year because you know yeah. if season doesn't start, if season start. I mean, he's ready now, but it, you know. Regular seasons, obviously, if we're going to have this going on to to like, you know, over August that time, you know, you're obviously going to suggest that season's going to take. It's going to, probably looking at like November, December, for when regular season starts. So he's going to definitely be ready come when the regular season, the mm. twenty, the, you know, twenty twenty one season. So it depends if the AHL season gets going. Yeah, so you would think that it would be ready, but um, but he's going to have to take somebody's place. So who would uh, you know? So you who would probably suggest he's going to when he's ready to go? He'll take Matt Benning's place because I think they're going to move Matt Benning, and I think they're going to try and re-sign yeah. Mike Green to a one-year, like million dollar deal or something like that. Yeah, I mean that. That pair, yeah, I, I think, think it's. I think Benning, they, they, yeah, Benning, I think it's gonna need because you know, I remember when Nurse and Benning pairing last year, and uh, that pairing was shit. it couldn't move puck, all right. They, they was it were poor, they weren't well, Nurse is okay, but he's more stay at home, he can move, but it, it weren't, it weren't, it didn't work that pairing for it, you know, like Nurse and Benning last year. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Benning, he does well where he is. As soon as they try to move him up, he has a really tough time. Yeah, like playing in, like, you know, top four pair, you know, top four pair. Yeah, he's, he's a bottom pair player. Yeah, he's a bottom he's pair. He's good yeah. at it. Yeah. He can move, right, you know, like, he's not shot, yeah. No, he's good. He's good. He's got a good shot. He's, uh, he moves well. He hits hard. He plays honest. He's a really good third pair, third pair defenseman. But he's going to get pushed out by Bouchard, and oh, eventually yeah. Bouchard, Bouchard and Bear will most likely push out Larson at some point. Yeah, I, I, I could probably, I yeah. could probably. And but, so, in a couple in a couple of years, you'll have Broberg coming up. Oh yeah. And he'll be try, and he'll be trying to push out <laughs> one of Jones, Nurse, or Clefbaum. 
So quite, quite it's, a good problem out. to have. Quite a good problem to have, considering where we've been. <laughs> considering where we've been. Well, that's, that's the old Nashville Predators model. It is. That's that's very so, uh, Nashville. Um, yeah, that's very draft. Nashville. But um, you draft defensemen for <laughs> you, know, you draft really good defensemen for a few consecutive seasons, and and you've got a nice little conveyor belt of uh, of um, good defensemen. Uh, uh, yeah. coming into your system after yeah. about three or four years. And I still think at third, you know, some are saying we need like third, a third line centre. I think long term you could maybe, could Ryan McLeod take that spot? I don't know if he's going to be a good third line centre. I don't know if he'll make know. it past fourth line or not. He's a, yeah. he's a fantastic skater. He's really yeah. nice to watch. When, when I watched him play for Bakersfield, the way he skates and how he handles the puck is really smooth, really pleasing yeah. to the eye. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's got the smarts. Yeah, the IQ. Yeah. Take it to the next level. But that's, keep in mind, this is first year of pro hockey. Yeah, We want to give him a year or two down there to, to acclimate to the playing against the older players and the, and the systems and the speed and, and things like that. So, um, you know, we'll... We'll see. Plus, he's going to have to play with good line mates down there. That yeah. team's already got a slew of like really good veterans to teach yeah. him how to how to become a better pro. Yeah. Um, so he's he's in the right environment to reach uh, reach his potential. So we yeah. could we could see um, he's got the speed. He can play NHL right now if it was just based on speed. Yeah, and skate. Yeah, it's, uh, unfortunately, uh, it's not. It's not. It's yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, we probably get. We're probably getting ready to almost wrap this up because uh, you've got to obviously, uh, you know, nearly pick up. You know, you bought, and you got to pick. You got you buy up or something, or, or is it? Yeah. 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 So we're probably getting close to. Because uh, I don't want to. You've already been a really generous weird, <laughs> weird time and all. Uh-huh. This is my um, all that, and uh, I'm glad that I've been able to like effectively think at <laughs> such an early point in morning. <laughs> uh, yes, I know because sometimes it I just know. works out. I know. Get get. Um, luckily, my brain never sleeps. I'm always, I'm used to it, mate. <laughs> but uh, yeah, You're it's right. been. I know because I, I, you you you've been on with me almost everybody. I, I, you, you know, you've been on Isla's live. You used to. Used to do oil rig with Jackie and uh, yep. Alex and all that. You, you've been pretty, uh, you know, you've been pretty, you're pretty, being pretty wanted by everyone. So everyone was, <laughs> was uh, like, was like, you yes, think. I know it. It's a good, it's a good fan base. To, it is, uh, yeah. To be part of it. Yeah. They keep you feeling welcome, and they correct you when mm. you're out of line. Yeah, and uh, you know they're always willing to have a conversation. Well, that's so, thing. Yeah, I mean, I can just talk. You know, I can. It could be middle of the night there, and I could just, you know, tweet someone and they'd, they'd have a knocky conversation with me. It's brilliant. yeah, absolutely. You know, Oilers fans are pretty nuts about about the sport, and uh, it's a deep rooted sport in that in that community. So. The, so. No surprise why it's why it's is uh, important to the daily lifestyle as it is. Yeah, it's yeah, it's really, and I uh, can't wait to get it. You know, for it to get back. 
And uh, it's why I it's why I started uh, my own pod. I know I know there's loads. There's a lot of podcasts, and I don't want them to ever see it as competition or anything because because it's not because I I I I'll happily put. Um, you know Eric's podcast and Mark, they, they're all. I listen to them all, and I'm always happy to. Uh, like I've been on, you know, I've been on Michael's show, oh. I was live twice, and I've been on Eric's one. One Eric's had me on once, and I'm always happy. You know, I, I you know, I always liked. We've all got to help each other out, right? Aren't we? And you know, there's enough room for everybody. You know, more. You know, more, more hockey talks. A bonus, yeah. right? In it, so you're just doing, you know. So we're doing absolutely. You know, you know, it, you, can, you, know it, you can never know. Ah, yes, yeah. you know what? You just uh, if you're not happy with that, with what's out there, or you want to start your own thing, you oh. you just you got to go do you got to go do it, man. No one's gonna do it for yourself. It's the same. I the reason I started Beely Heroes, I was I was kind of tired of reading all the other blogs and I kind of yeah. get the same message from each one and looking at the forums and going through the social medias and, and then notice that, you know, if, if this guy over here can write about this, yeah. uh, you know, this topic on the Oilers every day of the week and get yeah. this much attention, why, why can't I do it? Yeah. I just, right? Yeah, it's but not. I just, yeah. I just did it, <laughs> that's, and that's that, man. And it and it progresses from there, and it and it, yeah. it depends how far you want to take it, right? Yeah. Um, and you you just get on the horse and and you go, man. It, yeah, it's not the um, it, it's not out or any it out or anything that I saw, you know, th- about the others being about a case of others being crap or anything. It's the fact that I like I rather just. You know, like I, like I love talking hockey, um, mm. and, I, and you know, and I, I thought there's a spot where you know I'm a, you know, I'm British, you know, and I, I just mm-hmm. thought it'd be good just to sort of hear an opinion, you know, as someone looking from outside, because I don't obviously have all, you know, you know, I, I don't have the advantage of being in like workplaces in Edmonton mm. and or, and you know seeing all. But I just thought, I mean, and just also as well, Kelly, yeah. Sheffield Steelers don't have a podcast. Sheffield don't have a fan podcast. There's no no fans do. They any. don't have one. No, they don't have any fan podcasts. And uh, that organisation uh, needs a bit of fan input <laughs> because they've not. Yeah, been man, it. you should just uh, you know you should you should do it up. There's a niche. There's a there's a market. For your services, man, and you could just gobble it right up. It could be all yours if you wanted it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna, yeah. I just thought I'd uh, be a big up. There's something else, just something else. And uh, yeah. and as well, you uh, yeah. As well, I, I, you know, I like to do, you know, I like to talk hockey and that. And I can't be asking, you know, I can't be, I can't be asking to be on other, you know, their show for, <laughs> you know, because there's other people on, so I can't. You know they can't have me on every week, and that's all. Sure. But any, 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 any of them guys that that are out there and are, that do podcasts, they I'm more than happy to uh, go on and help them and promote their sh- promote their show because there's some great top 
some great podcasts out there, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. No yeah. doubt about that. And You're on your way to being one of them. I don't know. I, I hope so. I'm, I, this is uh, you're my first guest, so I just uh, want to, you know, so you've created uh, a hallmark today, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully the the first yeah. of many, man. Yeah, you just, yeah, man. Yeah. It's one of those things. You just you just got to go and you got to ask. <laughs> you got to ask people to be on your show, and you sit and you talk smack for you know thirty minutes, and then and then you you that's it good done go on to the next guy so on and so forth and, and you and you get your experience and you get your chops up and you yeah and 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 you learn and, and whatnot and you build your rapport and you get contacts and then eventually before you know it you'll have this enormous podcasting network and everyone will know and you'll be famous in england and yeah. maybe sheffield comes in and says hey man we need a guy to do our podcast or, oh trust me we don't do, <laughs> no we, need somebody, no we need somebody to do our radio or something like that you know it's, uh, it's one of those things man. you never know where the road's going to take you but it won't take you anywhere if you don't go on it so. yeah that's right that, that's right i mean largely i'm I mean, I've been doing this. I usually do this podcast as a solo, so it's harder to do talking to myself. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's, <laughs> bru- it's absolute brutal. So, any chance of getting guests on, you know, it's just someone to sort of talk and have that back and forth with. Mm. Uh, I'm always well. But, I always welcome it. Yeah, I don't. I if I could talk to myself, I do. I do like uh, you know little pods every day or something like that but yeah that's what i do just, i just try and keep it maybe, simple maybe i should just talk to the cat or something like that <laughs> I don't know if the cattle yeah, oh, like oh, that or no oh, no, <laughs> i've been i've got a day hey, you've uh you've is liverpool on this week or is it next week yeah uh it's uh, well, twenty first. So what day are we on? Oh, it's a couple. Okay. Yeah, it's a couple of weeks. Yeah, a couple of weeks. Yeah, playing Everton. <laughs> that's gonna. That's, that a right, that's a right game. That <laughs> is that gonna be like a proper competition, or like yeah, I mean, yeah, like they, is, yeah, is Everton yeah. decent this year or what? Uh, what? Where are they on the table? Are they mid table or are they bottom table this year? You no, know, they did. They did do. Well, they sort of mid. In between. Let me try and look it up. Um, yeah, no. If you got to look it up, that probably means they're not having a great year. Well, they're not. Well, they're not front front of my mind, so they're obviously not having. Yeah. A great year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Everton. Oh no, the mid table twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Yikes! Who's on? Yeah. Is there any? I don't even know anyone on Everton anymore. They had they had a little go there when they could get a few players. And the last oh man, this was was Barkley playing for him for a little while. Uh yeah yeah uh yeah, before yeah, he got yeah. sold to Chelsea. Right? Yeah yeah. I don't even know. I hardly know who's on Liverpool anymore. I play. I played. I sparked up my FIFA twenty. The other day, and I was like trying to get remotely familiar with, with Liverpool's roster, and you know who's a good footballer these days. It's been a while since I. Uh, if there's a time to dug in on that stuff. I'm sitting there going going through the market, 
asking myself, where's Gerard? I just want to buy Steven Gerard. And, <laughs> and apparently he's part of the Legends cards yeah. now. Yeah. And I, I don't have 200 grand to buy a Steven Gerrard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, uh, uh, it definitely got a, it's, it's one hell of a team, that, that Liverpool team. I mean, that front three is yeah. lethal up front. Yeah, um, that's one of those things. I was <laughs> kind of thinking about the other day. I'm like, well, who would I, which pair would I rather have up front? Would I rather... But I'd rather have a pair of um, like a, a Gerard and Owen, or is it Gerard and Torres, or is it Gerard and Suarez, or is it uh, um, Coutinho and uh, you know Salah or uh, Firmino, Mane mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like yeah. it, they've had such a a good um, front, uh, you know, attackers. For, yeah. for quite a while now, it's it's the defense that they finally addressed. <laughs> yeah, they they never really replaced. I think the one area, I mean, it's nearly perfect that Liverpool team. There's one area that's they never in, that they never really replaced Coutinho. You know that playmaker in midfield. Soccer. Yeah, it's like a it, yeah, you know, someone that could just put a you know put a pass through middle mm-hmm. and spray ball around pitch. You know, what did they was Coutinho on that team at the same time as like uh Mane and Firmino and, and Salah? Did they have a, yeah, a yeah, front? They, yeah, really? They, 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 they uh they sold him to Barcelona for like 130, <laughs> 134. Yeah. That's that's insane. That's, that is crazy. It is. It's stupid money what they're paying in transfer. Yeah, you, there's something. It's pretty, this is why I like hockey so much because every team gets uh, like a cat gets a set amount to spend on wages and, and yeah. salaries, and yeah. they can't go above that. And everyone's got equal chance. They all get mm-hmm. a draft. They all get like picks that they can draft picks, you know, to get yeah. young players in. Yeah. The problem with football is there's no salary cap. No. And this and. You know, you've essentially got a top six. You know, it was a top four, and then you got top six. Like, you can't, you know, like the olden days where you used to have like going that, you know, eight and nineties, where you know you'd hear teams like Nottingham Forest and you know Mm. all these other teams that would come from division below, and then they would like win the top league. They could rise up and. It's not on a level playing. It's not a level playing field. Premier League, no chance. No, are they well, getting I mean, some yeah. like? Are they? Uh, are the lower, um, the lower level teams? Are they getting some foreign investment now, though? Well, the thing, the thing is, is it, it's a relegation promotion relegation system yeah. they've got down there. Um, if you get relegated from Premier League, three teams get relegated from Premier League. You get okay. something. You get something from what's. You get something called a parachute payment for when yeah. you get relegated. So you immediately start in the division below mm-hmm. with more money and more and mm-hmm. more advantage. Because mm-hmm. I think they did it initially to compensate, you know, loss of TV, loss of TV revenue, and for when you go down. Yeah, it's at league below, 
because the TV, the money, the TV revenue and money that teams get is ginormous. Mm. Um, so you know, there's a lot of t- there's a lot of that. But um, I mean, I tell you, a team that has done. I mean, and they're here, uh, in you know, Sheffield United. They mm-hmm. they've they've done an absolute incredible job. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Wilder over here, and mm-hmm. you know, they've got yeah, uh, they're 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 in contention for a Europa League spot. Is that right? They're, yeah, yeah, they're, they're seventh. Yeah, so they've come all the oh, no way from championship. Yeah, they've come all the way from championship. No it's Lee below. No, but what happened was the the the, the start. They got promotion. They, they they were in League One, which were League below. So it's like second, like third tier of English football. They went to champ, and then they were there for about six, seven years. Then they went to championship, and then they got promotion from that league. Went to championship. Uh, and then I think first year they sort of they, they were like eighth or something like that. And then they got promote they finished, then they got promotion second place in championship, then they got promoted to Premier League. Now they're in state. It's unbelievable that story they've gone they've gone on. So go from third tier to on verge of getting in Europe. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, I always like I mean in more or less a similar it. team. They're not They're ahead of Arsenal and Tottenham. Yeah. It's... <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> well, nice, man. It's probably not hard to be ahead of Arsenal with their back four they've got. <laughs> I... <laughs> it's all falling apart since Wenger left. Oh, they're oh, they just more... Their fans are so deluded, man. <laughs> they are. Oh. They, they, they... I saw one of them rip... Uh, just... They just don't get it. That ah, they, I mean, they. I don't know what they. I don't. I don't know what they want. I mean, I think. I think they just. I think they just really. I think they're just really bitter because they're. Because Tottenham's overtaken them, and become yeah. top better team now. Before, before when you start like Wenger at. When you had the invincible season in 2004, where they went 49 yeah. games unbeaten, they had, they had, you know, Tottenham were like mid mid Premier mid table, and they were yeah. pretty they were a pretty shit team out of that. But now they've got, yeah. but they've they've sort of it's sort of gone like that. Uh-huh. Um, so they've overtaken them. So that's what. But yeah, brilliant. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't like all, I don't like all diving in football, me. It puts me off. That's why uh, I've, yeah. I've soured a lot on football. Like, I like watching a good mm. Liverpool play, but I've, you know, it's all diving and stupid money that, you know, ticket prices are fucking. Yeah, I suppose yeah, they're, no, the, they're no worse than hockey. They're no worse than probably Oilers. In fact, Oilers how probably much is it to go to a, a Liverpool match now. Uh. Well, from Sheffield, where I am, it's about nine. It's ninety miles from Sheffield to Liverpool, so you're probably looking at probably 50, 60 pound in petrol, and then you're probably looking at yeah, you're looking at probably at best part of hundred and sixty pound in our money. So that's uh, Let's see that. Let's convert that. 
160 pounds. That's almost. That's 270. Yeah, that's Canadian. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So you're looking, so you're looking at that. Is that for a good seat or is that? Is that a crap seat? Well, the thing is, the thing is with Liverpool games is you you rarely get a ticket. You can't get a ticket. Mm. There's no that 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 Anfield and Old Trafford and those games you can't get. Well, Man City's different. Their fucking stadiums empty despite everything. Uh. Have, oh God, I've seen get Man. Yeah, oh, that's me ribbing Man City because <laughs> they always have empty. You know, their fans don't. Their, their stadium's never full. Really? Um, no, yeah. they, no they don't. I don't know if they're there for fucking glory and all that good years, but mm. they just, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Could be Man City. Uh, so I hope no Man City fans, uh, mind you, Scott's a Man City fan. <laughs> I hope they don't get offended. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, Liverpool's uh, better. Oh, God. Uh, but yeah, we, but, yeah, but that, yeah, they're good. Yeah, it's uh, it's all it's all good. At least we're getting some sports back. Um, it's going to take till about or till probably. I can't see a season probably starting from August with hockey and um, June June seventeenth is when football's back here. At least it's something uh, and all that. But hopefully, uh, yeah, everyone's yeah, just sure. been bored. I, I just that's why I just started like with this because just to give me something to do because. You know, I've not been, you know, I've not been, you know. Are you, are you allowed to go out? Yeah, 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 no, they've, re- they've, they've lifted, they've lifted that. We, I can go out, we can all go out and go to, you still, you still doing it, not support, there's still restrictions, but uh, yeah, you can go, you can go out and, you know, go for walks and things like that. Are the, uh, are the, are the pubs open yet? Oh, God, no, no. No. Oh, those bastards! No, it's no, never no, really no, will no, be. There's no pubs. Not going to be really open until the pubs open. are back open. Well, they'll not. But they'll not stay open, Cal. They'll, they'll go out. They, they'll not be able to. They'll not survive. There'll be loads of pubs that'll be shut. Shut it. That'll permanently close. It's it takes it really seriously takes the piss, man. Yeah. Pub piss pub. Oh, quite, the, <laughs> quite, quite the quite the turnover they're gonna have then. Yeah. Oh, no. well, yeah, and the investors, investors are just gonna come in and scoop yeah. that stuff up, dude. All these like ultra rich are gonna be like, oh what? Look at all these really yeah. cheap businesses that need to be bought up. I'll yeah. buy them up, yeah. no problem. Amazon. All these big corporate businesses like Amazon, they've all done fantastic out of this crisis. It's the small businesses that they've completely annihilated. Nobody was prepared for it. There's no bloody uh, pandemic insurance. <laughs> uh, you think I, I don't know if they, I don't know if they're, they do do insurance. They also introduced that actually, but yeah. Of, but what well, what thing is though? Uh, what they did over here was they introduced they introduced what's called a job retention scheme, like a furlough scheme, and mm. then they had where basically government pays eighty percent of everybody's wages, salaries. Mm. 80% of everybody in all countries, 65 million population, everybody, every working person gets 80% of the wages paid back on that. We're going to be in severe shit in years Down to the come. road. We are going to be in real trouble. 
Yeah, it's gonna, it's it's gonna hurt. Really You're gonna have to pay that back somehow. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, they talked about like 340 billion pounds worth of government borrowing on a two trillion economy. Where that? I think it's. I don't think Canada's done anything quite like that. Uh, Serb, in it, say, in it, say, in it, say, Serb, and they got Serb there. Oh. I don't know what they're doing, man. Oh, I, don't, I know you. You're out in. You're out in it. Do you ever go back to Canada much? We do. We were going to go this year, and then the virus stopped that. <laughs> we go every couple of years. It's not cheap, and it's it's hard to relax, you know, because we got the kids. Yeah. Uh, so we're just we're always going and going and going, right? There's not a lot of time to just like sit down and enjoy yeah. the enjoy the visit. The yeah. the process of travel is a yeah. bit of a pain in the ass because the flight is really long. Is it? Oh, yeah. I can, I can imagine. So. Wow, it's Taipei. Because we go Taipei to Vancouver, right? Yeah. So 11, 10, 11, 12 hours, depending on. And then it's another like Edmonton or Vancouver to Edmonton, right? That's yeah. A couple hours or something. They can't remember what it was. Oh, it's so it's, it's, it's a... It's a haul, man. So we don't do it very often, but it's not—it's not really expensive to yeah. to do it, to be honest. But it, considering, but it's just—it's investment in in time, and and whatnot, and it's, getting around to see everybody because my family's spread out a little bit. It sort of makes you think as well, you know, all this because it's like all human things going to absolute is going to change, like. You know, like usually I use handshakes with someone. You know, I think, oh fucking, I don't want to shake. Their, I don't want to be shaking their hand. We all, we all this, and it's going. Uh, you know, oh, you're standing too close. There's going to be like brawl. I can see like Boston. You know where they have all brawls in arena. You can see you stood. Too, you stood too near me. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll see how it goes. See how it I'm goes. not too. I'm not too scared about that one. Yeah. But, but I'm also like we we wear masks here. You know, if we're sick. It's yeah. it's a mask wearing culture here, so nobody yeah, is like calling you a pussy for wearing a mask to the Seven Eleven or something like that. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah you're, doing you're that. going to the club, and nobody's gonna get on your case. So it's a yeah. little different like that. So you might see that become more normal in the West is mask wearing, which is fine. <clears throat> yeah. But you'll get those people like you're you're infringing on my personal freedoms and blah blah blah, so on yeah. and so forth. And so. It it happens, but yeah. I don't know how different it'll be. I don't know how much I'll change when I when I go back. I think, I think to be honest, a lot of things will go back to to the way it was. Yeah. <laughs> Are you liking life out there, or have you been living out there very very long? Out here uh, yeah. since two thousand five. Oh right, so you've been out. You've you've been out there. You've lived out there quite a quite a while. Then. Yeah, I've been here for for you know good chunk of good chunk of time. So it's uh, you know yeah, okay, been ta- I've been in, I've been in Taipei since twenty ten ish. Yeah. So it's almost ten years here and five years in other parts of the country. And uh, it's, you don't miss it's not over here. A, you don't miss not being in Edmonton and not getting to get any games. I don't miss going to. Rogers, because I don't really like it to be honest. The arena is really quiet, and yeah. where I like to sit, the upper deck and the nosebleeds, yeah, the seats 
the seats are angled really sharp. So if like, God forbid you take a tumble, man, cause you're going over like, yeah. you're going over a couple flights. Uh, yeah. So if the seats are really close together too. So the best way to watch a game over there is when uh, in the playoffs or when the games mean something or a battle of Alberta, Yeah. Uh, when the fans are into it. Otherwise it's a library. It's super quiet. <laughs> People just go there to like, to watch the hockey and uh, yeah. it's nothing it's nothing compared to european hockey <laughs> yeah i went <clears throat> i wish canadian fans would like realize how cool it is to go to a sporting event in europe where the passion is at its peak when i oh, was yeah. on my when i was on my honeymoon we went to milan yeah and my wife let us go to a Milan football match. And it oh, was yeah. just like their, it was just their cup series, the cup Italia or whatever. Oh, they got and so, over football. Yeah. Oh. The stadium. Black um, flares and all that lot. I'm thinking, God. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the behind Milan's net where the ultras sit, that part was full. The rest yeah. of the rest of the stadium had hardly anybody in it it was there it was milan and it was lazio yeah. and it was the loudest sporting event <laughs> i'd ever been to and it was those ultras were singing and they were so loud and the people around me it was the coolest experience yeah going to going to that football match with just that few mm. amount of people and i've been Like the closest thing I've been to is the Stanley Cup final in 1990 and the World Juniors in 20, how long is it, 2011 maybe? Yeah. And uh, when Canada scored in the, in the World Juniors, that was okay. loud. Oh. But that was in the older, that was in the old arena. Yeah. That was loud. It okay. shook, man. It was very <laughs> cool. But yeah. in just a regular season game, 200 bucks, no thanks. No. I usually try and see if somebody's selling them for like 50 bucks or like cheaper. <laughs> just people trying to get rid of their tickets or else it's a pain in the ass to go. I'd rather watch the game on the TV in the pub so I can have a drink, talk to my friends, watch the game casually. Everyone's insane in the pub. Yeah, They're nothing beats. Crazy. Nothing, They nothing cheer beats. loud. Yeah, I'll They find a better atmosphere in pub, in pub watching. Yep, I don't Thing, I, do. I, can, I can have more fun at home <laughs> than going well, to the actual be, Yeah, arena. nothing beats, nothing beats. Because you, I think, you know, when I, my experience of watching it on TV to watching it at, in arenas, I can't, like with Steelers, you don't tend uh -huh. to notice like points that you've got like a better view on TV. You know, you can see, you know, like where mm -hmm. they do like, you know, they do replays or a certain hit or I, I don't, when I'm watching it live, I don't see all, like, if I'm sat up, up in the arena on top, I don't see what's going on quite so much. Do you know oh, worst, I gotcha. I think, mate, one of the worst things I always, one of the worst seats that I always hate going to, I'll, I'll probably ask my other guests on this, is, you know, when you sat right next to flexiboards, yeah. how is that a good view? Because if you're sat on one side on it, you can't see that other end. You know, you're looking like <laughs> you can't see on the other yeah. end. Of the board, it's worse. You, I, I find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I hate the glass seats. You the know, best and if you be out then you seats know. in the arena. Yeah, the best seats in the arena for almost any arena sport like that is uh, high up in the corners. You can see everything from mm. high in the corner. And that's where all the scouts yeah. usually sit is high up in the corner so they can see they can see everything. And so that's where I always get seats. Yeah, that's up bad. in a corner. And you know, unless the game doesn't matter. It's just, you know, we're just going out to get drunk with my buddies and we're just going to be sitting there drinking and chatting the whole time anyhow. Are you um, one of those but... that prefers Rexall? What's that? Are you one yeah. of those that prefers Rexall? Any, any no, I do yeah. refer Rexall. Rexall is old and dirty and grungy yeah. and the pissers stink. And <laughs> there's lineups, but for yeah. both men and women, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's just the experience. The place has got character. It's got ghost. It's fucking like... Well, it's a rad it. arena, man. It was, it was, it's good. Rogers is a bloody library, and mm-hmm. until that team starts winning and people start getting passionate for the for the team, again, it it'll be that way. I've heard though uh, that maybe someday to... I'll go again. Yeah, I've heard the ushers like try and shut people up, like saying you've been too yeah. long. Yeah, it's like yeah, they do because people just want to. Yeah, people sit there and watch a hockey game, and they're being, you got a guy being loud. Now, I understand there's someone being belligerent. And you want to yeah. tell that guy to shut up, or, you yeah. know, he's being drunk and spilly spilly. Yeah. Um, you, want to, you want that guy out of there. He's, not, he's ruining the experience for the rest of the, uh, the section. Or well, ones um, that stand if you're just, in front of you. You're just cheering. You're cheering. You're cheering, man. You go to the game to cheer. You want to, you want to sit at home and watch the game? Like you just want to sit there and watch and politely <laughs> then go home and watch the game or oh, go up that. higher and watch the game or go to this, go to the area where they got like proper seats and like a little yeah. bar. You can sit there and, and enjoy the game where it's, it's pretty know, simple in football, pretty simple point. in football how they do it. Um, yeah. Because they have like a family enclosure. Yeah. And they have another, then they have another enclosure, which is usually another. So there's like one side at stand. Like, Absolutely. And then there's others where you get all old people, you know, miserable bastards, you know, all those. <laughs> uh, like yeah. Kick his yeah. legs from underneath him. And then you've got a cop. <laughs> then we have something called cop, which is where, yeah, all, the you know, the, you know, the, you know, the, the hardcore fans. Are yeah, that's what they are. That's the, that, I like that, the me then. So then people just swear. And they always say, oh, don't swear at a football match. But yeah, right. They're never going to change that. Yeah, well, you, you guys are on a whole nother level of swearing, so <laughs> you could come over. You could come over to, to Canada and, and and give it a go, and nobody would no. have any idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, like, yeah. we had a... Yeah, it's been really like good. Nashville. Nash- Nashville's got a really good fan base. They sing songs. Winnipeg's got a cool Nash base. Uh, Winnipeg has a cool fan base. They make fun of the other team's players. Vegas has got a good fan base. Oh, They're Vegas lively Vegas the whole like time. A fucking, like a fucking night. Uh, Vegas. You go to, you, you, if you go to a, a bloody Vegas game and fly to Edmonton <laughs> for one of their games, man, yeah. it, it, disappointment yeah. is on a... Is, oh, I saw like, a video at T-Mobile Arena where they had a good game and they were like, and it was like a fuck. It was like fucking playing club music in arena. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah. what the... I'm like thinking, Vegas. Jesus Christ, he's bloody mad. It's bloody crazy. I've never been to an hockey game where they play club music. 
Oh yeah, look, Cotton Eye Joe in Edmonton. That's a classic. Oh, Cotton Eye Joe, we do it. It's, we we play it over here. Oh yeah. Yeah, we play that. We usually have Michael Buffer as well on. Oh yeah. You know, on that, he did like a remix and things, so we usually play it. Yeah. And, and uh-huh. then we play like Brian Adams. We're gonna win, and you know, fucking uh-huh. sweet, fucking sweet Caroline on fucking <laughs> on, on fucking crowd. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's you know, those are all like old school classic hockey arena songs. Do they have like they, young kids uh, and families in in hockey over there? Yeah. Oh, is it more like is it like a family or is it more like eighty to thirty demographic that's usually in? Mm. Oh. You know what? It's a good question, man. Um, I would wouldn't shock me if it got a little older now that it's more expensive to go to a game. Yeah, when I was a kid, there was tons of families. Yeah. There's lots of families going to watch hockey in like the in the eighties and nineties. I can I can be sure of that. I don't know now though. You know, only wealthier families or, or something or foundations keeping away tickets or, or whatever. But they have like uh one day a year. Yeah. Uh they let the kids like ditch school, I think, and they, they can go watch uh hockey in the afternoon or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, really uh... one of those things. I like, I prefer to hit up the junior games because I, I kind of prefer to support that hockey a little more than the yeah. professional hockey. Those guys are getting enough of my I'd attention love, and money. I'd love and, to uh, talk because... prospects, maybe, but I'm just. I'm, oh no, don't worry. I wish I know, but, but I just can't. I mean, I, I know a bit, but mm. I don't know. I'm not an ex. I, I'm not an expert like SPR and you and Tyler yeah. and all those. I, I can't. I, I, He's I, know, I don't know. I don't have. I don't have chance to. It's a lot of game to see all that because it's not on here. So I'd love to be able to. I know. I know a bit. I'm not. I know far more than I did a few years ago. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I know. I mean, one of my. One of my Steelers ex players, my boy Liam Kirk, he plays for Peterborough yep. um, in OHL and he got drafted setting eight. Uh, he got drafted by uh, Arizona. So, you know, keeping an eye on him and obviously keeping an eye on prospects for Oilers yep. like Berglund and some of that. Uh, I don't know. If, for sure. Yeah, I don't, don't it's know. Just what a better, mm. It's a better brand of hockey for me as a, as a viewer. Yeah. You go and watch a junior game and it's not as structured. They try yeah. to structure it. Yeah. But kids make mistakes. You know, they, it's just what happens and mistakes create excitement. Yeah, and yeah. So, I mean, and the gonna... kids are the really good kids are really fucking good. Yeah. Right? I they think stand I... out and they make it exciting. So the yeah. um I like to watch those the younger players. Uh when I, I go home to watch it. hockey. I think they have to be. They're a bit more patient in. They're a bit more patient in football than they are hockey in that. Oh, it's absolutely. Because we, you know, we're young play. You know, we're young players. Like mm. you know, how long did it take for fucking Julia, for Jesse Pugliarvi to play? And you've already got Jim. You've got already got fucking trash bags in Edmonton media. Leading. Yeah. Oh, tra- yeah. Trashing him straight away like fucking Matheson. Mm. Like yeah. you know when they need to just be a bit patient. Oh, Bear, you know, Bear makes a mistake. Jones makes a mistake. You fucking, they're, they're, they're on him. And I'm thinking, you know, be patient. He's going to make mistakes. In you know, you know, if 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 if, if top falls too much for him, then you know, bring him down a pair, 
and do some, you know, and give him less minutes. Don't, you yeah, know, they're not a patient don't write, don't, there. Yeah, don't write people up. Don't write them off after when they're in like the first fucking season. Jesus Christ. Yeah, absolutely. It's not patient. Uh, hockey's, they, they don't, they used to be more patient back in the day and they didn't mind bringing a guy up for two games and sending him down for 30 and bringing him up for five. They didn't mind doing that back in the day, but uh, you know, to give the kid a taste or whatever and just to send them back down or something like that. But now it's, uh, it's, it's, it's different now. You know, if you're a top five draft pick, then you should be able to play the next year. That's, that's kind of like the, I feel it's kind of the overriding uh, opinion. And I don't think that's necessarily true. Like uh, Jack Hughes, Jack Hughes, yeah, didn't have and Capocacco, the last two yeah, top yeah, draft picks from last year. They didn't have amazing seasons, and no. they could have. They they probably should have spent another huh. year developing in other leagues. Capo, uh, Capo yeah. uh, would have been fine with another year in Finland, and Hughes would have found a team in Switzerland or something like that to. Yeah to uh, to play yeah. in or maybe a college team or something like that it would have been fine but no there's this pressure yeah get those yeah. get those kids in there man who cares yeah, if it screws just, up their development yeah they just need you know that's what i mean but i mean look like like look what happened with bear you know the the one thing that the you know the it, they got him up and needed to work on his yeah then they sent him back down worked on his game then he brought him back up. Then he was excelling down there. Brought him back up. Yeah. Uh, Yamamoto. I mean, everyone writing Yamamoto off. Yep. You know, you know, saying how oh, crap. You know, one of the things that stood out to me when he were up the first time was he were reluctant to shoot and didn't take the shot. He was all looking to make mm. the pass to McDavid and that. Yeah. But they got him up. But he went down. Worked on his game in Bakersfield. Brought him back up. And he, yeah, he got Tippett gave him a shot in top six with dry cycle, and he took his shot, and he's there. Let's hope he can keep. You know, we hope that he can keep that up, and that's it for him. That there's no drop off. Yeah, no. I think we will. But it's it's been up. It's you know, I was really surprised by that. I didn't see that coming from Yamamoto, but. When I watched him in Bakersfield, I didn't think he stood out so much that he he was gonna. Yeah, he was going to do what he did in the NHL. I thought he was a he was one of the better players on the ice, and he was zippy, and he was in the play all the time. But he wasn't a difference maker, like yeah. uh, like Puliyarvi was. When Puliyarvi was in Bakersfield, he was a difference maker. He got the puck, and nobody touched him. He would yeah. cut through that defense like a hot knife through butter. It was it was disgusting how good he was down there. Yeah, um, no hockey IQ problems at the AHL level. For three years, <laughs> yeah. Right? So that's uh, there was a difference. That's so. And with Benson, Benson yeah. is a complimentary player too. But his yeah. feet were his footwork is not quite there. He doesn't have fast feet, so he's gonna have to pivot on his got, game I, I, a little bit. What's the issue? What's the issue with Benson? Is it has he got Skates. like speed? Is it is it? It's just is it is that. IQ, he's got the IQ. No, he's really smart. He's a really smart hockey player. It's just his skate, it's just his skate, skating his feet. He's not quick enough on his feet. Yeah. He doesn't skate as well. 
um, to to be a top six player. He's very smart, and I could see if and that doesn't mean he can't improve because we saw Leon improve. Leon had a tough his first two years. He was a little bit his skating yeah. was not where it is today. Today he's a bloody locomotive out there, right? He's a fantastic skater, and he worked on it. And Ty Benson's going to have to do the same thing, and he could improve it. That's the thing. When last time I saw him, it wasn't where. And when you watched him in Edmonton, you could see, you mm. could see his IQ would would um, would shine a little bit. Where he'd make a little clever play yeah. with a pass off the boards. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so his vision was there. He knew what was going on on the ice, and his hands could do the work. Um, and he didn't mind getting in the muck. He liked mm. he he liked to get in and dig for the puck and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But he wasn't a puck carrier. Mm. He gets the puck and he was easily could be caught, right? Yeah. He's not fast enough off the mark. So he just needs to get a little stronger and his feet a little quicker. And I mean, he'll be a fantastic player if it all comes together. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, 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 there's, there's, there's a few down, down in Bakersfield we have to uh, see. Um, we're doing that. Yeah. It, all right. We've got. I'm, I'm really. I'm really. I'm really confident about future, though. So it's looking bright, man. Yeah. Um. So. But yeah. But um. Anyway, mate, uh, we've gone nearly uh, two hours. I think I've uh, taken enough <laughs> of your time up. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Uh, you gonna. It's gonna be a big uh, file. Yeah, I'll be right. Uh, hopefully, All hopefully right, it's mate. not too large. <laughs> but um, yeah. Those. But um. Thanks for uh, being on. Kelly, I really appreciate it and uh, spending uh, taking time to uh, come on and uh, do all that. And uh, thanks for being my first guest, mate. Um, don't worry. And, don't uh, worry, man. It's all good. And uh, oh, hopefully, I can get you, yeah, hopefully, I can get you back on, mate, soon. And uh, when season you want to get so. me on your podcast, you just got to phone. You just phone. You just give me a shout, okay? And I'll and I'll chat hockey with you. Oh yeah, thank, cheers, cheers, mate. At least I. Uh, at least I've finally got going and I'm able to uh, have the guests on that because uh, we've all got to just keep keep it. You know, if we're talking hockey, we're not talking about this this I mean, garbage that's happening on outside world. Like, hey, you know, hockey's a good distraction. Yeah, yeah. I can I'd never turn down a hockey thing. <laughs> but, um, my brother, well then, my friend, you take good care of yourself, okay? All right, mate. All right. Um, all right, well, uh, I'll uh, catch you soon, Kelly, and uh, doing all that. But and all that. But, oh, hang up. So we'll just yeah. Um, so uh, that's the uh, episode, and I'll uh, I'll catch you uh, soon, everyone. And uh, thanks, thanks for uh, coming on, Kelly. Appreciate it. No worries. I'm out, guys. Take care. All right, all right, bye.